Welcome, welcome to another great episode of Real Voices. We appreciate you being here. We've got another great guest, Jason Struther, with us. Hey, guys. Hey, Jason, appreciate you coming on. Tell Thanks us for having little, me. Appreciate it. Thanks. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into the industry. Well, I got in the industry about five years ago um, with my wife. She's actually doing it for about 15 years. And um, I'm originally an engineer. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree. And um, my job went away at the company, and I'm made the mistake of making a joke with my wife. She said, what would you do if you won a million dollars? And I said, well, I probably slept some real estate with you. And so uh, she came back 30 minutes and said, we're going to go to Mexico on vacation and then you'll start real estate schools. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. I love it. Wow. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. So how is that dynamic with you and your wife? How do you guys handle that and who does what side of the business? Oh man, I, I feel like this is going to take some counseling afterwards <laughs> for, for us both. So uh, for me and my wife, we're very different. We're both firstborn children. And so um, we have our own lines of business. She's been working real estate now for without me, right, for about 11 years. Um, so she was my mentor, which was pretty tough. She's a tough mentor. And then we... Um, we come together and work together when we need to, but we kind of run our businesses very differently. Okay. okay. But it works for us, that, so it's that, good. That makes sense. That works. Different, I guess, different de demographics you're, you're reaching out to and touching. She's a softer, kinder person. I'm a little bit more data-driven, so okay. I can <laughs> tend to gravitate towards those people. Okay, that makes sense, the engineer in you, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So where'd you guys meet, you and your wife? Uh, my wife and I, we met at a wedding um, in Indiana. I was actually living here and I worked for a different company as an engineer. And then um, I went to my best friend's wedding and um, she was her, his sister's date. And uh, we kind of kicked it off. Cool. So we dated about four or five months um, long distance. And I said, December that, hey, this isn't going to work. And so if you could just get here by end of March, that would be great. If not, we probably should end it and um, <laughs> she called me back in 30 minutes notice the 30 minute time right. frame those are the pivotal moments of my life with her <laughs> and she said I can be there at the end of December in 30 days and so uh, that's what we did and that's cool commitment there right yes we've sacrifice. been married now for um, 16 years cool man that's again that's one of those things where you don't hear much of that anymore people don't last much anymore so any kids as well yep I got two kids um, I got a 10 year old daughter and named Lillian and a seven-year-old son named Levi and our newest addition to the family is a 12-week-old sheepadoodle. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Congratulations, huh? Thanks. <laughs> hey, so um, with the family and kids at that age and both of you in the business, how do you guys manage like the, I guess, not bringing real estate too far into your, your home life? How do you guys manage that? Well, it's actually a lot easier from when I was in corporate, right? In corporate, I had to work 12-hour days, you know, on call 24-7. And so um, I really missed having a lot of time with my family. So that's it's one of the best things I love about real estate is I'm responsible for my own schedule, right? So I can go read my kids' stories, right? I get to go help them in their sports, you know, in their classroom during the day. So um, that's the biggest benefit for me for doing real estate. We, uh, we don't really have a lot of conflicts with with our schedule. I mean, cool. we, we take them in the morning, we go do our office work, our showings, pick them up in the evening, you know, and um, usually one of us is always there in the evening if someone's got a showing. Well, we'll just coordinate and work it out. Cool. So lots of uh, communication. Yeah, lots of communication, but we've got a lot of flexibility. Cool. What's your greatest challenge then, do you feel, in, I guess, in your, your business right now? 
Oh man, in my business right now, the greatest challenge I have is, um, is appraisers, right? Um, in this market and in dealing with a lot of first time home buyers. So I love first, I love home buyers. I like getting to know them. We have a lot of fun. I build a great relationship, right? A seller, I have a lot less interaction with, um, but buyers, I'm, I'm there constantly. And so it's, it's hard for me right now because, you know, these buyers are going to have to have about 15 to $30,000 in cash to come in over, right, the contract price. And so that's just really hard for a lot of people. And so I hate to be the bearer of bad news and deliver that message, right? But I also want to be able to speak truth to people I'm working with so that I don't set false expectations. So what's your, I guess, advice right now for those people who are in that, that boat? My advice right now um, is two things. You know, um, I look for new builds, right? Because new builds is going to be the price where it is, and you got great potential to get in now. Um, with the shortage of lumber, appliances, and trades, right? You're looking at now a 12-month build time. Um, so that equity in that house continues to grow, especially if you're in there first, right? So there's no overbidding. There's nothing like that. The price is the price. Um, the drawback for those guys is the lottery system. Right, um, but that's not always a bad thing, right? Because we can put you in different new builds and get picked and we'll proceed. Yeah. Um, other than that, get a nighttime job and start saving, <laughs> right? Especially if you want to live inside the city of Chandler and Gilbert. I, I deal mainly in the Southeast Valley. Okay, okay. That's good advice though. I mean, it's, it's an option. You're still getting into a property, but it may take you a little bit longer, but it's an option, so. Well, and it's a good option too, because you're not, you're not having to come with a bunch of extra cash. And then you've got some warranties, right? You've got a year warranty bumper to bumper from the builder, right? Um, you've got 10 year warranty on most of your appliances right now. And so it's a good deal for people. Okay. So your family, when you made the, the jump from engineering to real estate, how did your, I guess your family outside of your wife take that? What, what was the thought? I don't know. I didn't ask him to be honest. You know, I didn't really ask him. I, I think a few of them were really afraid, right? Um, and I was afraid because I'm, you know, both of us are going to be commissioned full time, right? And we're used to having my, my steady income, and you know, hers is extra. So it was, uh, it was a little scary. Um, but you know, I took all those classes for a reason for, for my master's, right? So I applied the marketing stuff, <laughs> and um, next thing you know, I started closing deals and closing more. And I think in my first year. I think we closed 10 deals, right? I closed 10 deals, right? Plus whatever um, Teresa did at the time. So it was good. And okay. we've just kind of been running just like that. Okay, good. Sometimes people get in like, oh, you're throwing your life away, right? You're throwing everything away. I'm a guy that thinks the pie is big enough for everyone to have a piece, right? Uh, but I'm also a guy that knows that if that pie just doesn't come for free and it just doesn't fall in your lap, unless, you're extremely lucky and, and that's not me, right? So I know you got to do a little bit of hard work. I'll spend a little money in marketing to be able to reap those benefits. Cool, cool. Um, so off camera, we're talking a little bit about um, s some of the work that you do outside of, outside of work, um, some volunteer work. Um, so I do volunteer at our church, um, you know, and I speak there and teach there a little bit um, as well as serve in other ministries. Um, two of my favorite places I love to serve outside our church is Feed My Starving Children um, so we'll okay. go there quite often and volunteer our time. And then with my clients and I, we've been donating to Beauty from Ashes, which is a ranch in Tucson, Arizona, that a uh, 
female officer has bought and put together that uh, rescues women from sex trafficking. So those wow. are our two, uh, our two big things we love to contribute to wow. and work with. So do you get a lot of traction with, with that? Or how do you, I guess, how do you get people to contribute to, to that? Um, well, I tell you, so I usually just tell them I'm gonna contribute part of my sales to it. Okay. Um, sometimes they'll want to match. Um, I have had Millie, which is one of my favorite um, little old lady clients. She actually said, if you're gonna contribute, don't get me anything. And so, um, you know, she didn't want any closing gifts, she didn't want any money, and so we got Millie a nice little plaque that she got to write whatever she wanted on. It's a paver stone, actually, for them, so. Okay, that's cool. So it's yeah, cool it's for cool. her, right? Because right. yeah. she gets something, you know, and, and she's just got a great heart, and I just wanted to make sure she yeah. was acknowledged for that. Awesome. So I guess, in, what type of clients are you attracting um, to your business, and what are they, what are, who are they like? Oh, what are they like? My clients are the best clients <laughs> ever. Um, you know, I have a, I have a, a wide range, right? I, I attract anyone. You know, it used to be 250 but it's really hard to find a house now for mm -hmm. 250 um, But, you know, we have clients who buy mobile homes from us at 150 and I've got clients who are looking and purchasing, you know, $2 million homes. And so we serve everyone in between. And um, like I was telling you earlier, off campus, right, you're off camera we uh, just use the golden rule, right? And so we treat others how we want to be treated in our business, no matter if you're the little guy or the big guy. Um, if you're the big guy, I probably get a big car for you to you know, <laughs> get a family. Um, but you know, we just treat everyone the same. That's I like it, that's the way you should be, right? Yeah. You don't have to worry about who's who, because you don't know who they are up front, right? Well, and, I, and you know, and something I learned a long time ago is you, you never judge a book by its cover. You know, my, my first client, one of my first clients, I sold him a $350,000 house, um, and he, I just treated him normal, right? And so he's referred a hand, half a dozen people to me, and he's just called me the other week. He's like, I'm ready to sell my house. And he goes, by the way, I'm selling my ranch in California, and um, I wanna buy you know, a $1.2 million house in Scottsdale. Can you help me out with that? So I was like, of course we can. <laughs> of course, I'd love to help you. So, and he's a great guy. Uh, most of my clients are good people, right? And they just want a nice house. And that's what we really focus on. I, I love being a real estate agent because I don't have to be a salesman, right? There's all the houses out there. You find the house you want, I'll help you get it. And that's the deal, right? I don't have to live there. You don't want me to live with you. I'm not the best roommate. Just <laughs> ask some of my other roommates. Um, and so I just want you guys to be happy. Cool, cool. So did you grow up here or where did you grow up? I grew up in Ohio, um, in a little town called Mason, Ohio. It's a farming town. I graduated, oh, with 101 people. And uh, my junior year, I was 90 pounds. Which is wow, okay. A little skinny, six foot. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so my house it opened up to farm fields in the woods. So I moved here in 97 after I graduated college to work for um, a semiconductor company. So back in the, the woods, back at home, um, when you're out there just hanging out and playing. And, Make a moonshine. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Never made awesome. moonshine. That's, that's illegal. <laughs> Kids, don't do that at home. Uh, so when you're out there just, you know, doing your thing, what did you dream about being when you grew up? Was it the engineer or what were you dreaming? You know, I actually was going to be a veterinarian and my dad convinced me that it was going to be too much school. Okay. Um, and I should be an engineer because okay. you know, I was good at math. And so um, I went, by the time I got my graduate and undergraduate degree, I should have just been a veterinarian, right? Right, right. 
Um, I'm not sure I have the patience with cats, though, so it's probably, <laughs> probably not a good deal. I like cats, but they're, I've, I've done an internship in the veterinarian clinics, and they, they're not nice animals sometimes. They, they have their own personalities, Personality, right? right? right. So, uh, yeah. so I'm really happy that I'm a real estate agent now. I don't think I'd ever change now. You know, I love helping people, um, which is, you know, one of my, one of the, one of my internal mechanisms, right, for joy, right? I love being able to help people. I love being able to see them have a smile on their face. I even love to give them gifts. That's probably my favorite part is going shopping for them, right? And getting them a little closing gift and, you know, checking in on them and making sure they're doing good. So right. those things really love language right there. That's, yeah. That's the word, the love yeah. language, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I like that, man. It's great. I think it's a you know, great way to, to serve and it is a great industry to be able to do that with. So cool. So I always, I always ask that because I don't think anyone ever grows up that I know of that says, I want to be a real estate agent or I want to be a loan officer. So I always like to see what people, what people were thinking when they were a kid. And I wish I actually did it earlier. I'd have made, I probably would have been retired by now. You know, like I hear you. my wife has been doing this for 15 years. And like I said, our businesses are very different. I market um, to attract customers and I'm starting to get my repeat customers right after five years. But She's been doing it for 15 and she out earned me last year and got to remember I'm on camera <laughs> and I'm married. Um, she literally just answers her phone and you know, and someone's like, Hey, it's Johnny, Susie, you know, referred me to you. And she said, you're great. And my wife literally says, Oh, I love Susie. How's she doing? And I'd love to take care of you, you know, and she just gets a call like that every couple of weeks. And it's, it's, it's amazing, right? It's, it's a, Blessed. Yes, it takes a little bit of time to get there, but there you go. It can, it can happen. It gets there. She's my she's my role model. That's that's great. Awesome. <laughs> um, um, so, what would you think would be the most adventurous thing you've you've ever done? Legally, it could be legally. Yeah, legally. No, it's legally <laughs> why we're why we're on here. So, uh, we're not going down that road. The most adventurous thing I've done. Um, I've jumped out of planes. I've uh, cliff dived over 120 feet. Um, I've hiked the Grand Canyon. Okay. Um, I think my next adventurous thing is, you know, to kind of do a hike or a safari, right? Um, either yeah. through the rainforest for a few days, a backpacking trip, or safari across Africa and see some of the big game. I can deal with the safari. All the other stuff you're talking about, I'm like, man, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like it's. Climb, rock climbing? Yeah, can't can't do it. It's a lot Heights. of fun. Heights, man, is just I don't know for whatever reason it, it doesn't resonate. So if I wasn't married and have kids, um, I would probably be one of those guys that jump off the cliff with those flying suits. Like those, that would be that's the my squirrels, dream. the flying squirrels. Yes, guys. yeah, that's yeah. that's really my dream. But my wife, I don't think she could <laughs> handle it. Maybe when she gets the insurance policy or something in Florida. No, I, I've already, I, I, I said that I set up my insurance, right? And that was, that was a She's definite like, nope, no. Nope, still not at definite it. Definite well, no. Well, at least you know she likes you then. She, well, she did up my insurance though. So <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Understood. Hey, so um, what, do you, what do you think you, you're most proud of and everything you've done or who you are? What do you, what do you take pride in? I am the most proud of how I behave as a father. Okay. Yeah, I Spouse think that'll be it. Um, you can't take anything with you when you die, right? Um, and the only thing you have is your legacy. 
right? And your children are your legacy, unless you're the Rockefellers and you know you can create massive wealth and transfer that wealth to others. So um, I think that's my most proudest um, accomplishment, right? Um, and I'm and again I'm I'm so blessed being in real estate because of my trajectory as an engineer and senior manager, right? I was neglecting that part of my life, right? And and real estate has really given that back to me to be able to be a good dad and good father, and you know teach my kids. I love that. Yeah, there's a quote that I always love. It's kind of along the lines that there's no success that will compensate for failure in the home, right? Mm -hmm. It's just it's real. It's real. So I appreciate you sharing that. So do you read much? Are you a reader? You know, I used to read all the time before I got into real estate. Okay. And now I'm so busy that I don't get a lot of time to read. Um, so I listen to a lot of books on Audible now when I drive, especially when I'm going from appointment to appointment. Um, some of my favorite authors, um, man, there's so many great authors. You know, like Think and Grow Rich is, is Robert Kiyosaki. That is, he's like one of my big influencers. I love... Um, 21 Laws of Leadership by um, Maxwell. Mm -hmm. What else do I really love? Man, I love the old Courtney stuff too. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence. Yeah, of course. Right? That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like there's so many good books. I'm listening to a book about, it's called Yes right now, um, which is pretty good. And it's about how to say yes to things even if you don't really want to. You know, there's, there's so many good books. That That's one thing that you know, Mr. Stapitas really impressed on me is like always keep learning, right? And I've had some other great mentors uh, professionally um, who are the same thing. They're like, read this book, read this book, read this book, right? And so I make it a habit of always having a book that I'm developing myself on. Cool, I appreciate that, thank you. So what about in uh, the beginning of your business? Is there anything like looking back now that you wish maybe you would have started a, a while ago or projects you may have Put off that you should just you know I should have just done that earlier. Yes, CRM. Okay. So I am terrible about my you know like calling people back and well let me see I'm good if you're my client calling you back but if you're some a prospect I'm terrible about okay. about it right because I either want a fast no or a fast yes and so I've left a lot of money on the table um, with people who are on the fence. And so I didn't really get a CRM developed until, oh man, about two years ago. I probably was, is when I started really developing a CRM and using it. And, um, and I've seen the benefits, right? Like I'm, I'm converting like one out of a hundred of those slow people, right? Yeah. That's, the, that's not the yes or the no. Right. Now, I was in a mastermind a few years back and we brought in an agent from back east, mega agent. And one of the things he talked about is like, you know, when you meet someone, they're anywhere from typically nine to 18 months out before they're ready to do something. And every now and then you find that person who's just ready to go. So you got to have that long game in mind, right? Yeah. Cool. So I'm a short game guy, but yeah, I'm, I'm learning the long game, right? <laughs> right. It, it takes a bit, right? It's the opposite of my golf game, right? I'm good on the long <laughs> game, terrible on the short game. That's why I bought that putter. <laughs> Sorry, the, first, the first world problem right there. <laughs> it is. It is a first world problem. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I usually like let you, you know, give the last little minute here and um, tell us who, where we can find you at. And if you have any social media accounts and things, where, where can the people find you? Well, I'm, I'm old. I'm 47. So there's no Twitter or the tweeter stuff or, you know, any of the bird. Um, I do have Facebook. Um, we have our website. So 
I run a small team. We're familyazhomes.com, so you can go to our website, check us out there. There's a contact um, page. Um, search around. You can get a hold of us and ask us any questions that you want, and we're happy to help you out. Awesome. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, brother. You have a great day. Thank you.